This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. We not worry about no other niggas. We the mother niggas. You bust that We them other niggas. We not worry about no other podcasts. We that other podcast. What's good, ladies and gentlemen, man? It's your boys. We back and we black. It's your favorites, man. Uh welcome back to this week in culture, episode 17. I believe, pardon me if I'm mistaken, uh, but shit. This week in culture, I'm your host, Ant Wood, aka Trinidad Ant, aka uh, Mister Turn Your Heat On When You Invite Me Over. It's cold as fuck out here, and I got my nigga with me, Jay, in the building. What up? What up, though, Jay Johnson, uh, aka Jay Johnson three one three, aka I'm too rich to be walking around in a cold house. Dog, <laughs> so that's yo, dog. All that uh, I'm not turning yo, my shit on. No, yo. nigga, I work too I hard work to be too cold. fucking hard, nigga. Like, I literally, dog, no. I'm not poor, so I'm going to turn my heat on And that's the thing. Like, if you not, you litter, nigga. If you didn't want to turn your heat on, why you moving that bitch? Like, I don't don't get it. Like, dog, man, my man hit me like him and his wife be arguing because he be turning the heat on. Like, nigga, I work too hard to uh, be complaining about just $30. Fam, it was 80 on Monday and 40 on Tuesday. Dog. One day the heat's on, the next day that bitch off. Hey, and that's just what it is, man. Um... Shit, we are back, dog. And and if y'all can't tell, we could still feel the love out here, man. Uh, 17 episodes in, y'all fucking with us. And we start every episode thanking listeners, thanking everybody who who comments in the Facebook group and everybody who texts us and sends us DMs and all that. But we going to keep thanking y'all every week because it's crazy, dog. Like, um, I'm going to be honest with you, Jay. I loved last week's episode. If you didn't listen to last week, the Snowfall episode, tune the fuck in. I got some of the best feedback uh, from that episode for, like, forever. Like, from all the feedback we got, they Man, was loving that. It's crazy. But, I was like, damn. When we was a girl, I'm like, damn, is this shit too long? So, nigga, that, that you leading me right into where I was going. So, I had two thoughts when we left studio last week. I loved the episode. But was it too serious for him? Was it too long for him? That was that was my. I'm like, damn. You so I, do you watch Blackish? I haven't watched Blackish since the second season. All right. So last season on Blackish, I would I say maybe like the last four or five episodes, it took like a way more serious turn than I was expecting or like ready for. I heard that like, they about to get divorced they was about to get divorced. Dre had bought another crib. They moved out. Like oh, it was like it. a whole thing. And I get it. That's a real life marital problem and you want to address it, but I'm used to blackish addressing serious issues with the humor. I'm re- I'm ready for y'all to talk about these white folks. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> where's it, my white humor at? It it just <laughs> it just this nigga Jay. <laughs> where's my but it, it threw me off because I was like, damn, I wasn't really ready for, like, the nature of them last few episodes. So when we recorded last week, I was like, damn, I hope they don't, uh, they don't stop fucking with us because they think, like, we didn't turn, like, 
pure. It's nothing on TV. Yeah, dog. <laughs> but um, no, nah, man. Uh, we got some great feedback. One of my homies hit me like, I don't even watch Snowfall. That shit was entertaining as fuck. Like y'all review of it, and then just y'all combo in general, man. Yeah. So shout out to everybody for rocking with us. Keep rocking with us. Keep telling your friends to listen to us. Man, I was talking to somebody today um about uh the podcast and shit, mm-hmm. or about this the Shop Talk podcast this mm-hmm. event, and I was like, man, I'm about to on my way to go record. Uh, this week in culture, and he was like, "Man, I don't, I don't listen because uh, I don't like the the covers be shows that I don't watch." Yeah, I was like, "Dog, it be about the show." Yeah, but it don't be it don't about, be about the, the like show. it be it's it's yeah. both. Yeah, like if you watch the show, you watch the show, but the stuff that happens on different shows, it's really just content so that we can we can discuss. We 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 taking all the relatable stuff from the show. And we bringing it to y'all because we want to discuss not the show necessarily, but the themes of the show. You right, know what right. I'm saying? So, and it's funny. Um, I had somebody because we get the dope feedback, and that's amazing. I got some feedback that was kind of sideways too, uh, and I didn't really like it. But it it wasn't because she said some sideways. Shit. It wasn't constructive. Okay, like don't you know what I'm saying? Don't hit me with the like, yo, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of whoa, 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 y'all doing a great job. And then some sideways shit. Cause that you was just kind of covering the compliment with a you know like actually this is how I really feel <laughs> and it was just like but that one shit you said was some it, bullshit so and that's so it's funny I ain't even say what the fuck they said and you just don't tell me that one thing we talked about one episode of a two hour pack podcast that we didn't <laughs> did seventeen of that that one thing turned you off and now you never gonna listen again because you ain't supporting oh well you know you know. Different strokes with different folks. Different strokes, different folks, but fuck that, nigga. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I feel about it, dog. I'm, I'm, yo, Erica Badu told y'all niggas a long time ago. I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Me and Jay is creatives. This is our art form. We got a lot of different creative energy, and this just happens to be one vessel that we use. So if you got something dope to say, say it. If you got something that's not that dope to you know say, what? but it's constructive, tell me that. I like to hear fucked up shit too. Cause you know what's so funny? Yeah, well, that's Jay talking. I will punch you in your fucking face. Nigga. I like to hear fucked up shit when I go online. I read reviews. I mm-hmm. go straight to the one star reviews mm. because I want to know if everybody who got something bad to say is saying the same thing. Got because you. if everybody got who you. got something fucked up to say is saying the same thing, got it you. could be some truth to the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, what no, a, I what, agree. What, I'm what a products and yeah, you know, shit like that. I'm a so. you know I do the movies a lot. I read all the movie reviews. I go through Rotten Tomatoes and oh, we got a fan shit. You oh yeah, we did you see it? I haven't. I saw it last week. All right, I'm going to go see it. Yo, they hate you. It, get, it officially comes out this week, but last weekend they were showing it at select AMC theaters. Um, I My parents and I saw it. Go see the hate you give. I'm and then go. we're, we're I'm telling y'all now, if you listening for some funny shit on that one, it ain't going to be a lot of it. it. It ain't too many jokes. But the movie was phenomenal, bro. It's a great movie. Like, okay. it drops this weekend. Go see the hate you give. Um, But again... It's some shit in there that we got to discuss. Okay. That movie was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, shout out to everybody involved in that project. And uh, the book, apparently, again, I don't know how I'll be missing these books that become mm-hmm. these dog-ass movies. Uh, that was one that I missed. Uh, but shout out to, again, everybody involved. in That movie was great, bro. All right, cool, cool, cool. The hate you give, man. But um, this episode, we got a lot of fan involvement. I mean, the theme of this episode is definitely the fans, man, and definitely the listeners and everybody who fucking with us. Because we feel the love, and we want to show y'all the love right back. So every week, me and Jay always ask, yo, if you got feedback, or you got questions you want us to discuss, it ain't got to be related to a show. We your boys. We fam. It's like sitting in the fucking 
on the porch with your people, man, rapping. And we did tell everybody that we was going to be talking about Love Is. Yep. And it, I got a whole bunch of good ass shit from people about Love Is. And see, that's amazing because I didn't get no questions related to Love <laughs> Is. All my shit was like, yo, nigga, Kanye, Pusha T, Drake, uh, men and women type. So I'm like, now we're going to be able to touch on everything. We, okay. We're going to hit on everything. So. That said, since Jay's questions and submissions are more related to Love Is, which we're going to go into detail about, we get to them last. Okay. Let's knock the bullshit out. Uh, and not bullshit by any means. We appreciate it. But it's just not related to the show review. So I want to get that uh, that part of it out the way. So we got a couple of submitted questions. First of all, I'm going to deal with some of the silly shit. I'm pulling that up right now. Let's see. Do, 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 do. All right. So, my man Ron, shout out to my dog. Um, he asked us to go over a couple things. First, he wanted to talk about LeBron's show, The Shop, on HBO. Okay. Uh, and just give our overall perspective of it. And then also that episode that just aired last week with Drake. Did you watch that? I did. All right. Um, so, it's overall like perspective, that's, that's, that's how you really feel? It's really only the second episode. Dog, I literally was trying to figure that out. Like, did I miss one? They dropped one like a month. It was that premiere, yeah, Yeah. with everybody in there. Um, and then it was the Drake joint. All right, so I feel a lot less stupid because I did think I missed like mad episodes. And what's crazy is the promo for this episode had shit. Everything I seen for the promo for this episode was not in this episode. Mm, see, I ain't seen no promo for that. Like online and shit like that. I got and you. YouTube like, videos. Yeah, I'm like, I was expecting to see more of this. Uh, the idea of the show sounds a lot like a show I do. Oh, um, man. It definitely give me shop talk vibes, yeah. yo. I think um, that nigga Brian might be in. Well, you know, he tried to think he think he owned the term. And nigga play phone shit. tap he, right he, now. he tried to sue Urban Meyer and shit. You know mm. what I'm saying? For, ah, damn. for the shop. You know, anyway. Wow. Yeah. But uh, I like. In general, I like seeing um, LeBron cuss. Uh, yeah, be, yeah. To be perfectly honest, I like yeah. to see him cuss and, and be himself. And because I'm not like I'm not a LeBron stan, I respect his game. And, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But everything he does off the court is just pretty cool to me. Yeah, I think he he's a good he's just a good court, human being. Off the court, dog is definitely a stand up human being. Um, but I'm about to take a little sharp left real quick because on the court, this nigga plays for my team now. This nigga's a fucking Laker. And if you know me for 20 minutes during basketball season, you know good and goddamn well who I root for, man. I've been a Los Angeles Lakers since I was five. Mm. Me and Magic been rocking. Me and uh, Eddie Jones was rocking. Nick Van Axel, Byron Russell. Nick I rock with all Van. Man, that nigga's slick Nick. Um, Brian, if you listening, which apparently you are because you stealing my nigga J ideas, y'all niggas got game one. Y'all better get right. Game one is tomorrow, I believe. For the Lakers, um, I gotta check that opening schedule. But nigga, don't fuck around, cause you on my squad and I'll beat your ass. I ain't one of Cleveland niggas. <laughs> I will fuck LeBron up, nigga. Uh, but no, man, I I do enjoy the concept of the show. I like that they have it in a barbershop. That's cool. Yeah. It looks cool. Like it's just first episode cold. Second episode, first episode. I felt raw, uncut. Yep. It was like yeah. flowing natural. Second episode felt like a talk show. Felt scripted. Yeah. Felt scripted to me. I did not. And obviously, Drake and LeBron are friends. Yeah. Um, they remind me of one another. They both. So where I do respect a lot of what Bron does off the court uh, as a humanitarian. Personally, I think I'm still trying to like figure out like what's fake and what's not. Bron give me like the he like a walking Kawhi laugh to me. Like I can't really tell. <laughs> yeah, like he. 
And that whole shit with the Drake episode, it felt, and niggas have said it all day long. I've been looking on the blogs. They was lobbing them questions up for Drake, man. Maverick Carter. Maverick was giving it directly to great to Drake how he wanted it. As a matter of fact, I was watching Jalen J- and Jacoby, and mm. they played a clip of the episode because mm. LeBron was talking about um, how do we know when he's supposed, when he's supposed to hang it up. You know, mm-hmm. on people who come back from, re- you know what I'm saying, before they retire, blah, blah, blah. So I yeah. was expecting to see the full part of that conversation. It wasn't yeah. there at all. Mm. And that's actually because that's a pretty cool combo to yeah, listen to. he was kind of like, I don't want to be like a shell of myself. Yeah. You know, all that. It was like, I want to hear the rest of this combo. And Brian is like, shit, nigga, I want to know when you plan on slowing down because you be looking extra not ready to slow down every fucking season, bro. And and Watch it, that nigga slow down playing. And it for my was a, team. something to the point where he got to he just gotta keep people around him. Yeah. Even to say, even when he don't wanna hear it. Yeah. And then Maverick was like, So if I understood that correctly, <laughs> my job exactly yeah. is exactly what you want. Cause that nigga Maverick, man. Maverick so. I hey man, again, I'm not a Brian hater, yo. Shout out to the man. Shout out to all the business yeah, efforts. Yeah, I love that shit, but don't fuck this shit up with my <laughs> team, bro. Don't put me in no financial hole where we can't get no fucking drafts because we paying niggas like Tristan Thompson max contracts and shit like that. Nigga, I'm not Cleveland, bro. I will bust your ass, nigga. And that's just really all I got on Brian. Um, NBA is back, though, uh, for everybody. Who Early watched. as fuck. Early as fuck, it feels like. I was looking at the uh, – Basketball game to Philly and Boston last night. Like, damn, nigga. Y'all, and they was in playoff form. Boston was looking live as fuck, nigga. Jason Tatum, a beast. He been working on my nigga Kobe all season. So, um, yeah, that's my thoughts on the shop. It's a great show. I would like to see more of it. Yeah. I would like to see more of it without LeBron's friends. Because I really want to see. It's certain, like, personalities today. My I would niggas like to don't sit like down LeBron. and have that combo. It's a fact. Like when they, when they do the poll of like like players and yeah. stuff, a lot of niggas he don't, don't like he LeBron. Kawhi, like, it's like dog, he kind of fake a little bit, but he kind of funny. It could be, and this is just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think LeBron ever got into a fist fight. Hell no, nah. I wouldn't fight that big ass nigga in real life. What I'm saying, like in life, yeah. like and then like yeah. you can't really trust a nigga who ain't never been punched. That nigga in the was six eight when he was nine. He came know? out of high school and went straight to the league yeah. while he was in. In high school, his games was on television. You're yeah. not fighting. He, like, can't be touched. Yeah. In middle school, he probably was the tallest. Hell, yeah. Skinny kid, but probably the tallest, and he can hoop. So he was, all like, yeah. unto- I don't know nah, that you ever been trying to scrap with Brian. So even though you from a tough area and a tough screen, like, you, you it reminds me of the people, just because you from the hood yeah, don't mean that you, you ain't hood. You, yeah. Yeah, no, that, I, I 100% agree. I mean, he went to the best schools. You know what I'm saying? He got the fuck up out of Dodge. Basketball afforded him a lot of shit that just being from that hood in Akron wouldn't have gotten him. Yeah. Um. So but I agree with he you. Come off that, and he come off like nigga, you not hard. I mean, shit like Kobe. Niggas tested Kobe his whole career because you went to the best shit. You wasn't from uh where Meek Mill from in Philly, nigga. But see, the only the difference I we see in Kobe and LeBron is like one of them niggas was born with a you not gonna tell me I yeah. can't do this shit. It's a fact. It's like, a fact. <laughs> yeah Like Kobe got that heart that Yeah like, that nigga fiery as fuck yeah. Brian just kinda like eh, Bitch I'll go to LA I'll go to Miami Fuck you Cleveland niggas so, I don't know Oh uh, whatever Brian cool um, Fuck Brian though. Uh shit What else we got My nigga They want us to touch on Pusha T's uh, Interview on Joe Budden's podcast Now Because that interview just dropped this morning Yeah I don't feel like we need to do no super deep dive But there were a couple of 
things that I pulled that I thought we could just drop some jewels on real quick. Yeah. Uh, first, pillow talking. A lot of niggas die from it. A lot of niggas die from it. Um, a lot of niggas do it. Why the fuck are you doing it? Stop talking to these chicks, bro. Well, it's like yeah, you just released. Your endorphins is is on an all time high. <laughs> this is a fact. You know what I'm saying? Or all time low out this <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And like you think you at this particular moment, you think, Oh, this she gonna I'm gonna open up to her. Yeah. And this is gonna make our bond stronger. Yeah. Fuck a bond. I'm so tired of bonds, nigga. Seeing this meme and shit, I just showed Jay this shit is funny as hell. It's a little alien from Men in Black laid out looking like he about to fucking die. And uh, the meme say, damn, girl, that pussy was fire. Did I ever tell you about Drake's secret kid? <laughs> that's for And that's so if you listen to the interview that uh, Pusha T did on Joe Budden's podcast, he goes into more detail. You know what we forgot? Oh, we, what, we, we, we missed the alley-oop. Oh, shit. About the shop. When Drake was on oh, there. Oh, Drake shit. So, yeah, timeline, timeline, timeline. <laughs> All right, let's go back. So, Drake was on the shop, and Drake was talking about the whole beef with Pusha T over the summer and just uh, Pusha T and Kanye. Because he really talking about Kanye. All Drake's bars in the one little uh, song, whatever the name of that shit, was about Kanye. He had Duppy two lines. Freestyle. Duppy Freestyle. He had two lines about Push. The rest of that song was about Ye. Um, and, and he his talks conversation about on the on the shop was about yeah yeah because he don't really first of all he not really trying to rap with push that's the fact man look dog I don't want nobody to take this the wrong way but I'm a, I'm just gonna say I've been saying all along that this whole idea that Kanye went and told Drake all this information I said no I don't think that's the case yeah because we knew this shit a while ago because it was on Twitter and Instagram yeah. and shit like that but I think that if you agree with 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 Drake and this whole shit you probably just the whole <laughs> like, and when I say that, I mean like he be doing so much weak ass sucker shit, dog. Like even in the shop, like yeah. so he went out there, right, saying I don't know about our relationship, whatever. Yeah, he like tell me when your album gonna drop, tell me this, tell me that. But then the next day, I sent him a picture of my kid. Yeah, I told him about the relationship problems. Like, why are you yeah. doing that? Like Kanye, ain't Kanye got his own mental issues. He why ain't the your therapist. Bro. You out there with a nigga that you know that that y'all got this. Weird relationship yeah. with who's close with a nigga you know beefs with your motherfucking label. He pretty so. much just explained that Kanye sold me a bill of goods. Yeah, he said we gonna yeah. work on. We said we gonna come out there to work on my album. Yeah, and I helped you with all your shit. I gave you one beat and sent you on your way. Yeah, and then I dropped that damn beat and did the uh, poopy deep scoop. Yeah, scoopy oh deep poop. On. Like fam, why, why are you? you I, I sent him. Send a picture. Why are you send that man a picture of your kid? It's and it, it so the the question that and I'm glad we went back because another question that was submitted was how do y'all feel about rules and rap beef? Nigga, real simple for me, ain't none, bro. Ain't none, bro. Uh Style P had tweeted out and said, like, look, everybody shouldn't go to war. 100%. And it's probably smarter. Facts. That you didn't go to war. It's nothing wrong with not going to war. It's probably smaller, smarter. However, if you do choose to go that route, yep. you got to understand there's no rules. Yep. I'm trying to pull that bitch up That's right That's in the streets now. or rap music like fam. That nigga said nothing is wrong with engaging in warfare. It's actually wiser, the wiser thing to do for her. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold up. Nothing is not. Nothing is wrong with not engaging in warfare. It's actually the wiser thing to do. But never engage and expect rules. That's with rap or the streets. 
Another motherfucking thing said that another great rapper uh, said, and it's not directly related to this, but uh, it's definitely sort of a the the same point, if you will. I came in your Bentley back seat, skeeted in your Jeep, mm-hmm. left condoms on your baby seat. That's about a great hove talking to Nas on Super Ugly. <sighs> Fam. That was a trash song. Hey, but listen. It uh, was trash, but nigga, that was disrespect. It was, I came on your baby seat. Yeah, it was definitely disrespect. Swah fucks your bitch, you fat like, motherfucker. Like, what are we talking about right like, now? Like, fam, it's like, all right, me and my homies gonna jump my man. Yeah. And he's just gonna jump us back. No, I'm gonna shoot all of you when that, next time I see you. Nigga. Like, you just can't assume someone else's reaction. Yeah. No, because I'm sure if you could, that nigga Ricky wouldn't have got shot in the alley, nigga. Why he walked up asking if it was a fucking problem to the nigga with the Jerry curl. Hey man. Hey, so all that to say, ain't no rules in rap beef, dog. Um So Pusher was today explaining how he really found out about the shit. It mm-hmm. wasn't because Kanye went and told him. It was yeah, because it was a case of pillow talking. Your man Forty, the one that you so so fucking. You taking hurt a, oh about, my god, I can't believe Push said that about Forty. Like fam, I will like <laughs> Drake up there talking about he wished death to my friend. Nigga, I will kill you. Yeah, in fact, you're lucky I stopped killing you to take five minutes to kill but your boy. No, what what I'm saying is, yeah. like, if you talking about how it may have went to some street shit, nigga, I will kill you and yeah. you mad because I said something bad about, about your friend. Your boy. How about I actually hurt you and your yeah. friend? Man. Like, no, that's 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 weak to So me. the nigga 40 uh, was laying up with a chick, talking, you know, that good endorphin talk that Jay just referenced, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When a nigga get that nut. And she asked for some convo. Ain't no telling what's gonna come out of nigga mouth, man. He down the damn near talk about whatever if he is sucking nigga. And so, unfortunately, Forty got to spilling info. Listen, Forty is I don't know how old he is. He's a white male. Yeah. He probably got him a cold piece who is not white. He dog ass producer too, man. He got some he got some nice beats. Yeah. But he got the pillow talking. He, got, he started hey, talking about Drake business and I bet she, you he's fuck somebody black. And then, of course she one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And then she, you know, she kept it real with the. Well, I won't say she allegedly she didn't know that she was like setting them niggas up like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. She yeah. was pillow talking she, more right, like right, right. And she she told having them, a casual conversation with people in the industry. You know, how yeah. people be like, well, you know, I used to date such and such. I know yeah. this. You trying to prove your worth in the industry, and you fuck around, and say some information that got a nigga killed. Not literally killed, yeah, yeah, but, but killed on wax. But this, this how it yeah. literally happened. That's how act- people actually get killed. Yeah. Like some information that you hear, no one told you, hey, this is a secret, but you need to treat that shit as such. Facts. Um. So that being said, fellas, uh, here's a message from your favorites, Ann Wood and Jay Johnson. Stop talking to these shit. Nigga, after you nut, go to sleep. After you nut, go to sleep. Man, that better be your wife, you pillow talking. Facts. And even her. I don't know. Know if I trust wives, it's a whole nother episode. But yeah, if your wife mouth like yeah, because like, your yeah. wife will get you beat up too, fam. Don't Thanks. let that, don't let that distract you, nigga. But um, yeah. So stop pillow talking. Uh, forty, stop pillow talking. Uh, God bless you though with your health if you listening. Um, and yeah, Drake, quit being a bitch, dog. Like Drake, mad light skin, and I I rock with Drake. I think the nigga's fun. He's a good artist. He makes some music that I could rock too. He makes some groovy shit you could turn on for the ladies and put them in the mood. Fuck with a nigga who could do that. But that whole episode of the shop with Drake on there, man, he was sounding real light skinned. And then he brought LeBron out and they danced together. And oh my god, at the fucking concert, yo, Bron, like I just fucking told you to sit, nigga, go hoop. Don't be skipping around on stage oh, with why, Drake and this, Travis Scott. This bro. my thing with Drake, dog. He talking about I. 
He getting into it with Pusha T. He texts Brian talking about, did I let you down? Fuck is wrong with this man? Nigga, first of all, nigga. Did, <laughs> I, did I let you down, bro, to, by not responding? He tried to J. Cole uh, let Nas down. Don't, act like, don't act like you ain't dropped the Duppy freestyle. Don't act like you ain't dropped yeah. two birds with one stone. Like, fam, you been throwing shots. And don't play this fuck. You the superstar playing the victim. With regards to rap, and this is no diss to LeBron. Is I'll diss LeBron all day if I feel like it, but this ain't one of them times. Who the fuck is LeBron with regards to Drake? Rapping. Apparently, he's a, a hip hop historian. Oh my god! Don't even get me started on that shit. Don't even get me started on that shit. Yo, Bron, go to fucking practice, nigga. For smack you in the back hip-hop of your neck. Historian. Anyway, um, additional non uh, love is submitted questions. Now, this one I saved for last because I thought it was fucking good. All right. Um, and this is one of the homies off Instagram. I'm not gonna give her page out, uh, but she'll know who she is when she listens. She said, hold on, actually, I want to pull up the whole thing because I don't want to misquote her or miss a part of her question. So, y'all give me a second. Um, do, 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 Where the fuck did this shit go? Here it go. All right. So, she said, one, she gave us a show suggestion, which we can address right now. Handmaid's Tale. Do you watch that on Hulu? No. Handmaid's Tale is a really good show. It's fucked up. I'm not going to give away nothing. It's fucked up. I'm still on season two. I got to finish. Is it black people? And, and that's where I was headed. It's not a black show. It definitely has a lot no of things. I problem with like white shows. Or yeah, so no, not but, at all. But that ain't the culture. And that's why we here. So I didn't want to break her heart in the DM when she sent that. But I'm letting you know now that. I we'll might fuck with it though. No, it's, it's I show. recommend. The shit is fucking great. If it's fire, it's fire. Bro, it's an Emmy-nominated show off Hulu. Like, Hey, I don't got Hulu. Yeah. Oh, me neither. I was definitely brown this chick uh, subscription, but... I got rid of that shit a while ago. That's why I'm behind one Handmaid's still because she uh, got pregnant and stopped fucking with me and started fucking with this other nigga who really love her. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> she changed that password on it. I seen something that said, is, oh, when she won't cheat with you with her new boyfriend, that means she is over, oh over. God. Yeah, like... <laughs> Yo, I'm, you're not cheating if you don't change the password, man. <laughs> like, I'm still going to respect our relationship. But, nah, I don't respect it. So, fuck you. Um, but shoot me that password in the text, though. Anyway, uh, so she said we should watch Handmaid's Tale. Unfortunately, that probably won't get reviewed up here. Two. Two seasons. It's a, bro, get into it. you going to watch. Is it's because it 10 episodes, I believe. Okay. Is yeah. it anything that, like, impacts us or, you know? Blacks, not as much. There's definitely some moments, but I think what it does, it really discusses like women and women's rights and like we we could definitely pull some themes from it. Okay. Um, so definitely get into it and uh, you know, let me know what you're thinking as you get into it. But it's it's a great fucking show. Like that shit is well written and, and it's to, fucked up. Shout out to all the love we begin. Somebody mentioned that uh, they hope we talk about uh, watch the shy. Mm, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you remember we was actually going to start. We talked about starting this week in culture back when season one of the show was Cage. on. And Luke Cage probably in. Yeah, I, I enjoyed season it. two was better than season one. You thought so? I thought a so. lot of people like season one and not season two. See, I ain't. I heard more people hated season one, didn't fuck with season two. I thought season two was great. I thought I, I like season one and season yeah, yeah. Two. I was definitely one of them in the middle. Um, I thought they were both good, but I thought season two was slightly better. Uh, we could review it. We could review it. We can get into that. Um, the shy though, Jay yeah, and I, I actually showed up when we first, uh, you know, were trying to figure out. We did the Black Panther podcast, and then the shy was on right around that same time, and we were like. Damn shit, we discussed it, but we ain't know if niggas was watching. Yeah, and was we good. was like, you know, it's the first season of a brand new show. 
we don't know if we can get the audience we need. Fortunately, it was a hit. Shout out to Lena Waithe. And, um, yeah, we will definitely be watching and reviewing. I can't uh, wait. Because it was when did always come back? Do you remember? I'm trying or to think out if they even gave what a the date. temperature was outside. Was it? Like I feel like it was spring? cold out. Oh, okay. I feel like it was cold out, at least when it started, yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, we're definitely getting into the shot. That was a good first season, and I'm really excited to see so, next know, season. So, you know, old boy on the shy, um, the older brother. Easy E? No. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Bad, I, the quote-unquote bad guy. The, yeah, got you. So got you. he from he lives in Chicago. Yeah, from the shy. Uh, and he was not supposed to be a, a a character. He was a walk-on. Oh wow. He just supposed to be. Oh, you play this nigga older brother, but he mm. did such a good. So they just kept holding him over from from episode to episode. Mm. So and season two, they sure. actually officially brought him on as a cast member. Oh, I love and that. Because like the you can't not have him back on. I love that. Because he is a major. Yeah. But you would never knew. That he just that he wasn't originally a part of that. That's crazy. Yeah, I saw um because they had day workers on there just to give it a Chicago feel. Yeah. Like this, how we talk. This got to but try he, to keep it authentic. But he made this shit. I saw a dog in the shy, Jason Mitchell, uh, who plays or played Eazy in the yeah, yeah, NWA yeah. movie and is on the shy. I saw him. Uh, when I was out there for work not too long ago, and he may not know it or not because I was just at the bar, and he bought a few people at the bar around the shots, uh, and he got me around the shots, and, well, me, a shot, but <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate it because I was just up at the bar trying to close my tab for some uh, for some hoes got on it. So, yeah, man, shout out to Jason Mitchell, shout out to the shy, uh, Lena Waithe. You got a hit, man. Keep writing. I hope she gets more opportunities. Thanks. Um, because she's a phenomenal writer, and I'm really excited to see what season two looks like. So, uh, my homegirl asked me. She said, uh, "A question I would like to pose is how are men being taught to take rejection? Because now women are being cursed out, touched inappropriately, shot at, or even killed when we say we aren't interested. They're not being taught anything." Yeah, the people um, that would shoot you for saying no, yeah, have been taught nothing. I can yeah. guarantee, like I one hundred percent guarantee that yeah. the young man, well, the nigga who shot yeah. the young woman in the shoulder for for not giving her her number, I bet he. I did heard not. he was Hispanic. I don't want to take. Uh, well, well, when I say nigga, I yeah, no, no, I wasn't I, he could have been a white nigga. Yeah. I just, I just want to. <laughs> everybody listen. I just want y'all yeah, to know we're not taking that one. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean that yeah, as far yeah. as his color, but like nah, his I actions. Yeah, I guarantee he don't got a mom and a father like yeah. in the home yeah. that gave him any actively kinda, in his life. Yeah, like that shit nah. is just beyond. Like some people. Yeah, I can't talk to you. I cannot. Yeah. Like how how do I have a rational conversation? Relate. With somebody who would literally shoot you because you told them no. Yeah. That I, shit is um, beyond me, dog. I remember the very first time I ever got rejected. I was in the sixth grade. And I don't remember shorty name, but I was at this little, I used to go to the sports program at Wayne State uh, downtown. And it was an older girl in there. She was in the eighth grade. And I thought she was really cute. So I just got done in my uh, my swimming class and then ran up on her, tried to holler at her. She was cool. She laughed. I hit her with a couple jokes and shit. Always oh, been a funny nigga. Um, threw some game at her though, and she was like, "Yeah, dog, no, you too young, nigga. You like 11. <laughs> I'm finna turn 14. Like, you know, what I'm saying that I'm shit's taboo. And, yeah, like that. That shit is. It's funny how the age gap looks when you're young yeah. versus when you old. Like, if you 37 and, yeah. and 42 is like okay, but nigga 14 shit. and Nigga, 14 and 11, 13 yeah. and 10. But if I'm 
30 and you 27, I might be like, shit, what's popping if you're cute enough? You know what I'm saying? No, Mike. Shit. I mean, facts. You know, we just live in a wild area. You got to throw the mite on there just to 30 and 27? Hey, nigga. Shit. Shit. 30, anything, and 20 something got niggas looking at you funny till you get to that last number. Like, she 20. All right. How young is too young for you right now? For me, right now? Right now. uh, Half my age plus seven. Mm. Whatever that is, half my age plus seven is too young. Mm. Can't go underneath that. Mm. So let's just do the math on here. Since okay. I'm, um, I tell you, I think it's 26. To be yeah. perfectly honest. So I'm 36 divided by two plus seven, 25. 25. So hey, I be I, my birthday's in exactly six months. Uh, yeah. So uh, 25, 26. Yo, if you 25. You got six months to get out of jail, <laughs> and he not going to disrespect. But you wait till the end of that six months. That nigga is not giving you the dick. Uh, but but for well, me, so to, to answer her question, yeah, right, yeah. Um, I never thought about it. Yeah. But it could be our fault. And when I say our, I mean like Men? adults. Ah, I got you, got you, got you. So listen, you know how it could be a mom fault too. Just adults in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how when a child will fall and hurt themselves, yeah, and you you'll start laughing because yeah. they they start crying and they see you smile and then they they adjust themselves like you yeah. ain't hurt. Like I I see yeah. that often. But if you when they fall and you look like oh shit is something wrong, they mm. start crying. Yeah. Now what if as a child the kid come in and tell you about this rejection, you go oh like it's all okay. yeah, yeah versus. Oh, you you be all right. That shit happen every day. Yeah. Like you gonna for every ten that you miss, you gonna get one, and you don't tell them like this should be a heartbreaking. Hey. For, like I, I'm this is off the cuff, but I just literally thought about that yeah. because I've seen my nephew or some fall and like that shit probably hurt like a motherfucker. But I'm not about to let him know he's supposed to cry. Yeah, and he you look at your face like, oh, I'm good, I'm good, and he'll continue. And he's smooth. I, nigga, I think back to uh, one of the great Negro spirituals, uh, Explosive, on the Chronic t- <laughs> 2000 album. And, you know, it, fuck a bitch. Don't tease, bitch. Strip tease, bitch. Uh, we, the we, beginning of that. Well, we don't want to tell the children. I mean, to tell the girls to I might. T- look, <laughs> yo, I grew up in a household. When my, before my dad got locked up, man, I'm going to tell y'all what I grew up listening to, nigga. Too Short NWA was like my parents, nigga. Uh, Ghetto Boys. Nigga, Willie D solo projects. Like, nigga. I, and, and it was, you know, obviously that's not shit that I recommend you listen to with your ain't children. That, but Ain't that crazy, though? Yeah, bro. Because there's some music right now that you probably don't want your child to listen to. 100%. Like half the Lil's. 100%. Any of the oh Lil's. But, you know, and, and I'm going to say this because a lot of them Lil's, and this is why if I had a child, which I hope to one day if uh, any of y'all get your mind right, I would gladly get you pregnant. Uh, <laughs> But... With the Lils, where they scare me and where I might not let my kids listen to some of that shit, if I had a kid, is they're talking so internal demon. Like, they, they talking so, like, I mean, suicide. And I know a lot of people are relating to that. And it's like, oh, you know. they're going through it. And it's like, we going through that and blah, blah, it's blah. It's fucked but. up because we, my era of music sold them the drugs they actually using. Yeah. And now we look at them like, why y'all rapping about all these drugs, nigga? Because yeah. your uncle sold them to me. And it's so with the Lils where I where I would maybe turn my kid away if possible. Kids are gonna do what they want to do. We know that. But it's yeah, there. I I feel you uh, relating to them and sort of feeling like, hey man, I'm going through that same thing. So that's my favorite artist. But on the flip side, when they start talking about the Lils, start talking about 
using the drugs to mask the pain and using the drug to that's when it's like all right you don't relate to that yet you ain't started using and i don't they want just, you to think that that's the solution they just need a little love man agreed and you know parents love your kids and teach your kids fathers stay in your kids life to teach them how Let to deal the with rejection the love. Yeah, exactly dog mothers whether the father's there or not teach your son not to put their hands on women like make sure I don't just want that to be like a thing that you think society's teaching them and showing them. I think uh, I think this is great that this is a love is episode. Facts. Because this is a perfect example. Mm. I think we're gonna hit on this yeah, yeah, as yeah. we get into this the discussion. I, I, I would I would agree too. I kind of see where you're going with that. Uh, but just in general, man, fellas, dog, stop putting your fucking hands on women. Stop hurting these goddamn women. Stop shooting women because they didn't give you their fucking number. Like, be confident, be a man, dog. It's enough women out here. If you try to holler at one and she don't holler back, like it, it, cool. It's literally more women than men. Literally, that's like, a fact. Like, go literally. anywhere. <laughs> it don't matter where you go. It's more women than men. Nigga, I go to damn strip club. It's more women than men in that bitch, and not just the dancers. The fucking you audience. know where it's gonna be more women than men at? Where? Um, at this battle of the sexes event that happens on. Friday. Oh my god, get out my people <laughs> for tickets. My nigga got to get them boys off. This battle of the sexes event that's gonna be on Friday, October the nineteenth. Where is that this year, or this particular? Uh, Sweet Seven Two One. Um, seven mile living noise seven mile living noise avenue suite seven two one yeah um over there avenue of fashion whole black area yeah facts. uh get over there get at my dog jay johnson for these tickets that, me and dame, and get at dame along with uh sugar ray from um the yep, sweetest chick yep, on the radio yep uh, all that shit yeah man uh fuck with my people at the battle of the sexes i have uh been at one jay this your second one or third third okay yeah jay's been on this will be his third it's a great event um support the homie brit uh, and just get out there, man. It's yeah. fun. It's funny. Go laugh. She asked me to do this one, and I was supposed to be out of town for work. So I didn't want to commit because she be asking like nine months out, and it's hard to be like, yeah, when you know, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But shout out to the homie Britt, man. I'm uh, I'm glad she's still doing her thing, man, and hopefully she just keep getting better. Uh, so, all right, man, let's get into Love Is. So thank you to all the fans and all the listeners who submitted questions, by the way. Um, keep doing that. We love them. We'll try to get to all of them every week. Love is man. Love is. Um, I didn't start watching Love is. You was late on it until maybe the seventh. Oh shit, my nigga was episode. Late, late. So by the time the seventh episode came on, like yeah. I, I had caught up. Got you, got so you. So when I got into my weekly grind, mm-hmm. I was only like mm-hmm. three episodes in. I'm like, wait a minute, that was the that was the finale. Mm. Love is is so fucking dope. Uh, I was I caught Love is the night of the premiere you know how they'll play an episode and then like like it shows live and then it comes back on after that so yeah. i caught it on the comeback okay um because randomly uh my mom had recorded something on own that was still on my dvr and when i went to it i watched whatever she recorded and i kept seeing the love is commercial over and over and over and by the time i saw it for the last time realized that it came on that night and then i turned on own and it was uh re-airing that first episode so i caught it right with the beginning um i agree with you i think it was a great show uh there are definitely some tweaks there but i'm not about to jump directly into the negatives um i think overall not only was the show great but the themes they touched on were that's that's what i really liked about it like i I don't care about like the acting and all that because the areas for improvement all around but the shit they hit on Man, this is such a unique show. Yeah. When you yeah. think about it. For us. Because this show is about two people who are being played by two people who are being played by two people. Facts. 
You know what I'm saying? And if you haven't watched it, you will never understand what that shit meant. <laughs> if you don't know what the show, Jay just said some bullshit. If you don't know what the show is, two people man. who are acting like two people who are acting like two people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the the show is based on the lives and the relationship, the career and the relationship of Mara Brock. I, I, uh, Mara Brock Akil mm-hmm. and her husband Salim. Yes, Salim Akil. Um, and they are, if you're not familiar, they are responsible for the writing and direction over some of our favorite cultural shows. Uh, they were a huge part of Girlfriends. Absolutely. Um, and then they went on to spin off into the game, which mm-hmm. was just fucking great. Till it went to BET. Thank you, BET, for BETing everything. Um, and then they're also responsible for. Uh, Salim is uh he does Black Lightning right now. Yep, yep. Salim's on Black Lightning, which is where um I can't think of the the actual actor directing and writing, not an actor on there. Yeah. What's uh my man who play uh I can't talking think. about that nigga Scooter from uh Living Single. No, the star of uh Love Is came from oh came from Black Lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name's Will something. If y'all have not been able to tell me and Jay, do not do names because we don't know half you niggas. But uh, Will, something with a C, man. Let me look this nigga up. Cast, right? Bro, how I just pull up the Love Is cast and... He not on here? Will ain't on that bitch. I'm looking at the same It's thing. literally everybody but... <laughs> Yo, they don't got no respect for dog. Let me go to IMDb real quick, man. But uh, Nuri, uh, our name is Michelle Weaver. She's dope. William Catlett. That's dog's name. Um, So the the show is about, again, it's based on uh, Mara Brock Akil and Salim Akil's relationship, Mm -hmm. how they met, how their careers developed, and how they got to the point that they are right now. Uh, but it's not, you know, the characters are named uh, Nuri and Yasir. Yes. So uh, they didn't stick, you know, directly to their shape. And the show, the way it's set up, you have the current day version of Nuri and Yasir. And Yasir uh, is played by um, Freeman. From The Wire. From The Wire. Facts. A.K.A. Clark Peters. Facts. And uh, Nuri is played by this really pretty older lady. Wendy Davis. Wendy Davis. Um and this the the older current day version of them. So it's their what twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah. So it's like it's like set up as these are supposed to be uh, Salim and Mara Blocker kill like in real life. Yeah. But they set up on this show as they're doing an interview about their life and they're asking them questions as they're older in life. Yeah, because they're they're celebrating their twenty fifth wedding anniversary yeah. uh, or it's coming up. So they wanted to sit down and like film them talking about and discussing their everything they learned through their uh you know chapters of their relationship so they are current day 2018 older version but we get the younger version which is william catlett and rachel weaver uh and they play them in the 90s so during that time uh nuri was a very young but up-and-coming screenwriter yeah in in la and really successful for a young woman at her age really successful uh she's on her way you know what i'm saying and she's got money she just bought a house recently she's a free spirit she's doing her thing black woman doing her thing in the 90s that's beautiful baby this this the first question that i need to know what's good because the this happened in the very first episode facts 
So my nigga did a dumpy side. <laughs> so Yasir, yeah, and he go to meet his homeboy at the coffee shop. At the coffee shop, yeah, yeah. right. And his homeboy just sitting here, and he walks up to him like, "What's going on?" Like, man, I've been sitting here for three hours looking at this girl, at old girl, and I can't go over there and talk to her. Yeah. How do you feel? Because <laughs> so Yasir, hold up, before we get it, to to put you in Yasir's boots. He not from where was he from? Like Oakland or some shit. Yeah. And then so Yasir's from the Bay, moved down to L.A. to. Uh, well, he might be from the south. I don't know. No, Where no, he was from because okay. when they they drove up five hours to Oakland, okay, yeah. um, or four hour however long to drive is, but to go see his mom on that later episode. But anyway, uh, Yasir is in L.A. following his dreams. Where Nuri's the super successful young up and coming screenwriter, Yasir wants to be a director and writer himself, and he's not. You know, the he's a very smart dude, smart as shit. Well spoken, super confident, probably overconfident, bordering arrogant at times, but super smart dude, you know, whatever, whatever. So back to the scene, Jay just painted. His man is in a coffee shop in LA. He walks in, his man is just sitting there looking like a dummy. And he like was good. And dog is like, yo, I've been staring at this fine ass chick for hours, and she here every week at the same time, drinking the same coffee, and I can't say nothing to her. My man goes over there and virtually pulls her. That nigga Yasir walked up on her like, because initially he went up to put his man on. Yeah. That was his initial goal. And then he went over there and ended up having a very unique conversation with her. And I say unique because it wasn't like he went over there and spit straight smooth game right. at her. Some of the he topics. To he just talked to her. And they had a couple awkward moments, but he talked to her. He humanized her. His man was kind of putting her up on a pedestal and he had never said a word to her. Yasir went over there and just humanized her, mm-hmm. which, hey, fellas, we giving out mad advice to the fellas this episode. Um, ladies, y'all going to get some too. We'll get to that later as we talk about love is. But, fellas, when you're talking to a woman, I know there's some badass women out there. Trust. We live in the D. There's some bad women in Detroit. But when you go talk to that woman, don't walk up and immediately just address how pretty she is. Don't do that. Women who are that fine here today, that fine every day. Every single day. You will not be any different. You are not unique. You will not be memorable if you go up talking about how pretty she is, how gorgeous she is, how all that shit. Just save it, bro. Like, say some new shit. Um, Figure out. Just have a conversation. Humanize her, bro. Because she don't want to be talked to or treated like an object. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. So, you know, just humanize her. And that's what Yasir did. He walked up, started trying, trying to talk about his man, ended up having his own separate combo. And he got at her a little yeah, he got a he got a number. No, no, no. He ain't get the number that time. Mm. He ain't get the number that the very first time they met. And this is actually what I kind of liked about that scene. He had this whole dope combo with Nuri, and then she was waiting. For she him. was waiting on him to ask for that number, like the fucking green light. Yeah, and that nigga stood up and was like, "It was nice to meet you. Have a good day." You ever seen that look on somebody's face? Yes, I've seen when it. When they there. waiting, yeah, yes, and, and it never happens. I got a lot of them in my DM right now. Yeah, and I'm not coming back with the question because <laughs> I don't want the answer. Like, nigga, I do got the answer. I, I thought don't that want... was odd. Well, how do you feel about that? I thought so. I thought he stuck to the script of "Hey, come over here for me. I came for my man." Like, I thought that was kind of like why he wasn't. So a lot of niggas are oblivious when the woman's giving them that look. That like, hey, I'm just waiting on you to say like one thing or ask me one question yeah. and you can get whatever the fuck you want. A right. lot of men don't know how to recognize that. Mm-hmm. I feel like in this scene, he didn't recognize that because he that wasn't his goal. When oh, he, he recognized there. that shit. 
You think he saw it in that scene? Yes, the fuck he did. I think he saw she was cold. I had a good convo with her, but I think he went over there thinking, yo, I'm about to pull my man on. So when she gave him that look, not even that he didn't recognize it, but more so he was like, all right, uh, my job here is done. Like, I got to go sort of deal, man. Like, I thought he recognized it. He went over there to put his man's on, and Facts. when he started having the conversation with her and looked in her eyes and they started talking, yeah, uh, he was like, oh, shit, this woman is beautiful. Yeah, and he also could have been like, oh, shit, she gave me that look. I ain't come over here for all that. Let me get the fuck away from this right now because I don't want to violate my man because some I, niggas are sensitive about that, like, I, even if you ain't got on her yet. I tell you what, and he could have – I know I suffer from this sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I always think I got more time than I actually do. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So, like, and if I think the opportunity is there, yeah. like, I chill because I'm, yeah. I'm not really You pressed. ain't pressed. You know what I'm you saying? You ain't pressed. I get that. But, and I think he probably think, like, oh, she gonna, if, you, if you saying that she at this coffee shop every day – Yeah. At same the same time, time but yeah. I, I ain't pressed. And on the flip side, he's still so Yasir moved to LA with his on again, off again ex. Yeah. So at the time they kinda was on a little bit. They living together, they up in the same crib, they still fucking at that time. Um and then so he ain't get the number. Yeah. Like well, he, he was still in a relationship. He was there yeah, with her. He, he was with her, yeah, yeah. They hadn't even like been off again yet. So he was with her. Um and he didn't get the number. But his man didn't do nothing with that. Oh, shit. Because he walked back over to his man like, yeah, her name's Nuri. She's whatever. Like, gave him the whole rundown. And his man was like, damn, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> his man, his nigga was intimidated by the beauty of her. Um, which I've been in that situation, too, where a chick was so fine, it really did throw you off. And yeah. Was, that happens. It like, does. Ladies, sorry. Some of y'all, uh, shit, I don't fine. know. You t- Make your breath stink for like a minute or something. Like, I don't know, nigga. Do something that make me... A little less Like if you too fine This ain't This ain't for y'all sixes mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I just wanna throw that out there Cause it's gonna be some chicks That hit me like Ah Niggas be swearing I, No they don't No they don't Relax Um But anyway He didn't get the numbers So a year later And that's what I love That they did on that episode A year later Him and his man In LA Walking down the street In uh You know Probably the same neighborhood Or same area That that coffee shop is in And they walk by A furniture store and Nuri's in the window looking at furniture because she just bought her house, moved in. What's so dope was the first time they met, she wasn't on the show. She had just came out there, wanted to be a writer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, so they was at the same spot when they first met. Yeah. Like, we both out here trying to live our dreams. We both just came out here. Yeah. Um, when Nuri got the job, yeah, she got the job. <laughs> I'm looking she, for furniture. Yeah, <laughs> she just bought a house. She looking for furniture. Um, and she got a new haircut. And she cut her hair, and that's what I love. And you know what? It was funny because I remember saying it to myself before they mentioned it. She had cut her hair, and I was like, oh, I bet she's single now. Not that I – when they initially met, I, they ain't even mentioned she whether like she a had whole, a nigga. She's like a totally different person yeah, with hair. But when a woman cuts her hair, I guarantee – her and that nigga just broke up, or she really, really done with that or nigga. Or something's right? going on where you need a new phase yeah, in your life. Wow. Yeah, like you need something dramatic. And I be hearing people say that all the time, like women, like yeah. I need to, do, I want to do this. I'm like, really? I be breaking up with chicks just so they go get a phase. So it's interesting though how that, how that, how your appearance changes how you feel about yourself Facts. and your your self worth. And she's, a, yo, that actress Michelle, we, she's fine, like off rip. But her with that haircut though, bro. <laughs> She I was like mad, Tony Braxton. I think Nasir, Yasir, 
Yeah, I see her. Yep. Is uh just a cool, relatable, well read person. Yeah. And he's I smart think as he, shit. He's a smooth motherfucker. Yeah. Cause he, he walked up to her like, Hey, yep. you cut your hair. <laughs> she like, fam, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Like, remember? And then he like, remember a year ago, damn near like to the day and shit. He's like, remember a year ago, I talked to you in a coffee, in shop, coffee man, shop. And how was the writing going? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, he remembered all the details. And niggas will remember details about somebody fine. Lord Jesus, if we have a convo with a fine chick. I remember the most random shit about nigga. when something important. So when something that I deem, when my my existence deem, when I, yeah. whatever, whatever. I deem important. Yeah. I remember everything. Nigga. I mean, what I was wearing at that time, what was yeah. on the radio, what, you know what I'm saying? No, that's a fact. Like if I have a, I have a very detailed memory in general, but if it's related to a fine ass chick and I don't have no, clue. I remember this chick's son birthday. He ain't my goddamn son. <laughs> I'll be at that nigga, uh, mailbox with the card every year for the rest of my life. It's now, just wild. Like certain albums I remember the first time I listened to them, what I was yeah. wearing, what a you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like they I give you that timestamp. I don't dictate how important that happened. was us. Mm. The brain, whatever it yeah. is, just like, oh this is important. That's that endorphin talk, nigga. Um, it could be. So Yasir ran up on her in the furniture store. He, you know, hey, you remember me? She like, oh shit, now after you jog my memory, I do remember you. Um clearly you was more into me than I was into you because whatever. Meanwhile, the whole time he's standing there in his drawers, mm-hmm. like that was kind of weird to me that they did that. This nigga was walking around L.A. in a long sleeve shirt and some underwear because his shit was at the cleaners, I'm guessing, or maybe dirty. I don't fucking know. He's a little different. He a little different now because now he's not as amb- and or not. I don't want to. Well, he did lose some ambition, but he been out there for a year well, and ain't made no moves. I think Yasir just different in general. Yeah, he. It's so funny, man, because he cares how things appear. Yeah. But he don't care about his appearance. He don't care about his appearance. But he it seemed like half the time he don't care what nobody thinks about him, mm. but he cares about how he thinks he appears. If yeah. that makes sense. He don't like cause he be on some overbearing shit sometimes. Like yeah. this don't look right to me. I feel offended by it. Oh, that nigga is very much so like super sensitive and mad, like like Here's my opinion on this, and if your opinion is different from mine and you don't see it my way, I'm now offended, and I'm now, like, I'm about to tell you why as a man you can't... Dog, all right, let me tell you one thing he does that pisses me off every single time it happens on the show. When she call him babe, Mm -hmm. and that nigga go into his hole, I ain't a baby, I'm a goddamn man, nigga, I'll beat your motherfucking ass, you call me a... I'll be like, yo, bro, like, it's a term of endearment, like, let her do her thing. I like being called babe. Now, I don't like being called Bay. And if you know me and you've been following me on any social media, you know that since niggas start using the word Bay, I ain't never been a fan. You call me Bay, we breaking the fuck up. But you call me babe, I'm a babe ass nigga, dog. I like that shit. This nigga said I'm a babe I'm ass nigga. I'm a babe ass nigga. Like, yo, it's <laughs> chicks who I don't even really like or think is that attractive. They call me babe. I'm like, bam, I just added a point to yo. You just went from the six to the seven. You know what I'm saying? Like. So, like, in general, the first episode was about them meeting. Yeah. Finally. And, yeah. And connecting. And shit, oh, right? so when he got on, he invited her to the, what was it, Wynton Marcellus? Yeah, uh, a concert. Uh, concert. So, it was like this one night only Wynton Marcellus. Uh, it may have been one of the brothers. Uh, pardon me if I'm wrong on that. But one night only concert. Could nobody get tickets to, but he had them. Now, I do want to know what you think about this. Because he is in a relationship right now. Yes. It's a horrible relationship. Yep, and he's terrible. unhappy. Terrible. And his wife, or I mean his woman. Fake Rihanna. 
it's berating him. Yep. You ain't shit. You ain't got no job. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. Kind of like some Issa Rae and Lauren shit. Yeah. But like, but like realer. Aggressive. Yeah. yeah. So facts. He asking this girl on a date. Yeah. And he broke as fuck at this time. Oh, that nigga has not a dollar. Don't um, got no phone. Don't. Nope. Got, he got a pager. Yeah. And sometimes that bitch don't be on. Yeah. So his, his pager got turned off. But he asked her on this date. Yeah. Whatever. Boom. We move into the second episode. He asked her on a date and he gave her a ticket to the show. Yeah. Let's keep that in mind. He put a lot of faith that she was going to come with him. And she told him no. Yeah. And he still said, hey, we'll take this ticket. Maybe you'll change your mind. Yeah. And because they met the first time and it was real dope yep. and everything like that. And then they met again for like coffee or something. Yeah. And she's trying to tell him no, mm-hmm. but he really wasn't hearing the shit to get his ticket. That was like the first episode. The second episode was called first date. And it's about yeah, that, that coffee date. date. So they go on the, before the concert, they met up for coffee. Now she met him to return the ticket. Yes. That was her intention. So they meet at one the same coffee, coffee shop, shop they initially met at. Um, she came. She had talked to her homegirl at work. Like, yo, I met this dude. He's intriguing because Nuri got a ex boyfriend who won't call her back. Mm-hmm. But they kind of was still like on maybe good term. They did the whole like, let's break up and see what's out there. Let's explore. And she got this corny nigga at her job who is the professional and he's moving up. Yeah. Like, she yeah. got a Nori got yeah, all the Nori hoes. got mad hoes, yo. Yo, women, stop acting like y'all don't have the hoes when you got the hoes. Like, cause just cause you don't got the hoes that you actually like, don't, don't mean, mean you, you ain't got, got the hoes. Cause Nori also got the other nigga at work who she got coming through Deshaun nigga. Is yeah, name Deshaun? yeah the, he's like the fucking uh stage hand and shit. Yeah, he just he get the coffee and he come through and he just a dick nigga. He and matter of fact, they wasn't even fucking. They was cuddling and making out. That's what he was. He was the make out nigga. He, she probably got the head from that nigga a few times. He was the nigga who always bring the food over, but Facts. never comes in the house. Facts. Um, ladies, if you getting the head from a nigga, he still count. And I'm adding him to your bodies. Anyway, so Nuri got mad niggas. Um, but she she told her homegirl at work like, "Yo, I got mad niggas. Uh, this successful nigga, this coochie nigga, uh, and then my ex who." I was supposed to be marrying, but now the nigga won't call me back. But then I got this new dude, this motherfucking tall dog, smart as shit, smooth motherfucker that I met at the coffee shop. And he invited me to this concert and her, he even sent the newspaper clipping like of the concert to her job. Like, yo, just as a reminder. And her girl told her, yo, hey, listen, man, if you ain't excited to go, tell that man no and give me his ticket back. I'm going to tell you why. I think we was built to love. Mm. Love is because that is our whole existence, our whole being, I believe, is to love. Right. Facts. Facts. And the reason I know that is because while I'm sitting here watching this show, this a, a young nigga grew up on Jero. <laughs> and I see him and Newark connecting. Why the fuck? I'm smiling and cheesing like a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. As long, I mean, because you see they bond getting bigger, right? Yeah. They was at this restaurant or this coffee shop for hours after it closed just kicking it i mean the nigga the who, owner kept coming out like, like yo can y'all go. get the fuck on nigga you ordered a soup and a sandwich same panera b get the fuck out this the first date yeah and wasn't even supposed to be a date yeah this is a date by mistake and he asked, he said like listen let's just pretend this is where it got corny for me but i'm gonna let jay get in his get he, his bag he say let's just pretend we've been no this is great we've been knowing each other for a year. For a year, because we met a year ago. Yeah, we met a year ago. And what then if, we didn't talk for the whole yeah. year between. Yep. If I was about to leave, what would you say to me? And she was like, I love you. 
She was like, I love you too. Now, first date. First date. Now, this is where, this is literally, and there weren't that many moments on this show where I felt this, but this was one of the moments where I felt like the realism escaped. Now, granted, if this is actually how Mara Brock I Kill and Salim I Kills first I, sort of meetup went. I dig this joint only because he's so, he's, I think he's a great actor. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think he's one of the stronger actors yeah, on the I show. Yeah, I is a sure. good actor because I don't know if you ever watched, you watched him on, um. On Black Lightning. Black yeah, Lightning. Yeah, yeah. Totally different. Completely. Like it Completely. took me a minute to adjust. To remember that that was him. No, yeah. to adjust oh. to this version. Oh, of I got him you. I got you. I because got you. it's totally different. Yeah. But how he plays is, you know, Yasir is different. Yeah. I keep saying different because I don't yeah. understand. I don't know. I don't. If you watch the show, you definitely know. Very militant. Yep. Very spiritual. Very articulate. Very, very articulate, disciplined. Very, yeah. Ask those questions where it's like that a woman. Usually isn't asked, and she'd be like, yeah. "Oh wow!" Like I can see you rapping somebody, and it's all, yeah. it's almost it's pimpish. Yeah, dog speaks from the heart. Yeah, he's because I'll so I'll, I'll say this to the point uh, where I was like, "Damn, mm, that ain't." This scene felt like it wasn't realistic. I'm saying that because that wasn't my reality. So I've been in three relationships. Two of them, I knew at the end of the very first time I met that I was in love with that chick. I'll put like this. Uh, my last relationship I was in, right? Yeah. Once we decided that we was gonna be in, matter of fact, before we was even in an official relationship, right, right, right. Like once she came over one night, like she came back every night, mm-hmm. and then like literally every that single was, day, yeah. Like you spent the night at my house, like every single day, yeah. Like no matter what, yeah. And it wasn't even that wasn't even like the plan, yeah. It was like. You just ended up like you never left. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With my with my ex-girlfriend, before she and I ever really like gave it a shot, we was on bullshit for a while. Um, like literally for a while, we was on bullshit. But I used to tell her all the time, if we actually do this for real, you're gonna fall in love with me. And she was like, Why you say that? I'm like, I know because one, I damn near felt it when we was on bullshit myself, <laughs> but two I was like, I can just tell by the way our conversations go. I can tell by the way we click. I can tell when we on, it's different. But I'm like, we be on bullshit. But if you really open up and let this happen for real, and if I do the same, um, it wasn't just on her, we're going to fall in love and it's going to be ridiculous. I knew that shit. I think the combination of Yasir being how he is yeah, and Nuri being so airy and so free yeah. and so like aloof. It, she's smart mm, as hell. Aloof smart. is literally the perfect word to describe her. You know what I mean? So perfect. like. I just thought, now granted. Find another podcast where niggas is using aloof, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Fuck niggas. But, you know what I mean? Like, look, I don't, like, the only reason it was believable yeah, was because. Of their dynamics. Because of their dynamics yeah. and who I know the real people are. Mm, now, okay, okay. You know what I mean? But I like, If this was like a, a random story yeah. about two random people, yeah. like, fam, hold, come on, that's a yeah. corny line. Yeah. But given for all those two dynamics, and I, I, like, I, I get that. I think for me, where, so I'm going to tell you what me on a date looks like in that exact same scenario, nigga, because I done been in situations where me and a chick just talked. 10 straight hours and at the end of it I'm like my whole mind racing like damn like what is this like uh, when do I meet your mom (laughs) yeah like I'm I'm there like by the end when you didn't kick it with somebody 8, 9, 10 hours like you everywhere and so are they if that shit was mutual and don't nobody non-mutually have a discussion that long I might have thought everything that he asked her 
but I might not have asked yet. He don't have no fear at all, at all of women at all, Man, at all. He don't have no fear of women or no mm. fear of rejection. He, he don't have no fear of nothing. I, I would agree Outside with Outside of his own personal insecurities. Yeah. His, yeah. But like when he when, when it he, comes to women, though, dog is definitely like he puts himself and it's it's good or bad, depending on what's going on in the show. But he definitely puts himself as the dominant think about male this. figure. We seen him talk to people at jobs, interviews. He yeah. don't got no fear. Even yeah. if like, damn, this is going to be a tough conversation to have. Or when you walk in and you see your ex. Yeah. And your your, your current and your ex, you just walk up like, hey, everything's cool. Yeah. Like he don't have no yeah. fear. So every. I definitely think a lot of that. Any, oh, inhibitions i'll say that none and i think a lot of that is to your very first point he doesn't have a fear of women um which again it's a good and a bad thing in the show especially for this character but he asked her yo if we had been together over the last year since i very first met you what would you say when we were about to leave she said i love you he said i love you too they kissed the owner said get the fuck out y'all been here it's two in the damn morning like i ain't got time and then they went outside and they kissed some more and it was like this long dreamy ass night that niggas again this was like that perfect my thug ass and that bitch like <laughs> smiling she's in the shit Jay like was, oh i'm like yeah you're not serious <laughs> y'all see her like go here nigga, here, here. yeah so then you thinking it's all good yo so i'm gonna tell you my thoughts literally from episode one throughout every single episode of this show but he broke though how he gonna do that i didn't know so we live it this is in the 90s Granted, I was a kid in the 90s. I was not, you know, a recent college grad or no shit like that, like the two of them are. Um, You know, I wasn't at that age. So I was not in a space then where I could understand me being broke as a man and a woman, you know, kind of thriving in her career and what she does and me still trying to pursue her. Mm -hmm. In this era, 2018, that's not going to fly that often. No, not that often. Yeah. But when you think about when you dating a woman, right? Facts. And when you're actually out there having fun, yeah. When is the when is the time that you're having fun? When you're d- talking, yeah. Building, have a connection. So, it don't necessarily take money to do to that. Do, so Jay makes a good point, and because my point is more thinking, because she don't know to this point how broke that nigga really yeah. is. Like and, she has no clue. Which is why I know it don't really matter. Yeah. So Jay just walked me into it. Ladies, stop concerning yourself with a nigga's finances if his finances have not prevented y'all from doing anything you want to do. Like, if y'all are able to go to dinner or go to the fucking zoo or go get coffee or whatever the fuck, go to the movies, whatever it is that y'all want to do, if y'all are able to do that and he never hits you like, yo, I'm broke, then he not broke enough or too broke for you just yet. So quit that shit. Oh, it was also Ramadan. So, ah, so he so didn't the, have to. The nigga didn't have to hey, eat. Hey, <laughs> yo, I'm eating after sundown, fam. And even then, I'm restricted. Yeah, he didn't yeah. have to eat. So it was like, oh, this yeah. shit working out. Because I'm like, yeah. by the time Ramadan over, we hooked. Hey, I bought you a sandwich. I'm going to sit there and watch you eat it while I pray. All I got is $6. Hey. You, uh, water, please? <laughs> yeah, I'm finna start pulling that Muslim card. You know, I was fake Muslim when my pops was locked up. <laughs> but, he real is a, shit. but for the most part, he's a devout Muslim. Yeah, he's devout. He's strict, faithful, devout-ass Muslim. He busts that damn uh, 
prayer. He goes and he do he does what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, as a Muslim and as you know, with respect to Ramadan, but it just so happens to be beneficial for him at the yeah. moment because he only paying for half the food on a date. So after the date is over, with right? Mm-hmm. And, well, after they fuck it, that's it's a date. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After yeah, the date no, is over, date with, by mistake. Um, I gave you the ticket, right? He told her to keep it too. Like yeah. hold that, yeah. My pager get turned off, and I got no way to contact you. Oh, my God. So, yeah, because the concert's coming up now. Yeah. And uh, he can't reach her. This nigga went to the pay phone, but he don't have a number. So, he calling the damn pager company like, yo, can y'all look a number up? He calling the gig, leaving messages, but, like, yep. if you don't talk to her right then, fam, you can't call the crib. And, my girlfriend still stays there. And also... He was calling her job, leaving messages, but her little stagehand nigga stopped giving her fucking messages because she wasn't letting him come through and make out no more. Because she was, Yuri went full bore like, yo, I love this nigga now. She you wouldn't get down with the heavy petting. Yeah, she was over that shit. She like, no, I got a man now, baby. So I'm about to stop fucking with you. I'm done calling my ex trying to see if this nigga want to get married. I'm she was kind of done fucking with the nerdy corny nigga at work who was super successful, but they didn't really have much going on at yeah, the time. He yeah. liked her way more than she liked him. So Nuri kind of dropped all her hoes. You ever dropped all your hoes? Yes. Like too early? Yes. I don't like that shit. Yeah. I don't like that shit. I'm going to say this on air so niggas know. Uh, so few of y'all. That's how my karma is set up is that if I'm not serious. Yeah. If I'm not if I'm not telling you the truth or if I'm still fucking with some shit, yeah. it's never gonna work my way. Mm, it's just I, I don't know why my life is set up that way. Yeah. Well, so if I do think this is like it could be something. Yeah. Maybe that's just the the, no. co- the thing I got going on my mind or complex is like if I'm, it's just not gonna work. So I do end up. Dropping. So no no and I'm 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 with you on that same page. Like if I first of all I know pretty early on if I really like a girl and could really get serious with her. And Not that I will get serious, just that the potential. Yeah, here. and if the potential is there, if I if I, if I do like you, I feel yeah. find something special about you, and I think the potential is there to be something. Yeah. If I can't at that exact moment, I'm not even gonna let you down because I care what you think about. Yeah, me. yeah, facts. So I can't even let you down. Be like, oh, this honest. nigga ain't shit. So I and like also not like I said earlier, I often think I have more time than there I actually go. do. Yeah. I'm like, all right, fine. I get at you later. It is. Hey, me, if I like you and I know it, I'm going to gradually let go of my hoes. Um, And if it don't work out, which typically it hasn't, because I only had a few girlfriends as an adult, um, then I'm going to need my hoes back. And right now, (laughs) a lot of y'all owe me some hoes. So I want to put that out there that if we kicked it and it didn't go nowhere and I dropped all my hoes, you could text me if you confused. Like, wait, I don't know if he dropped his hoes for me. Let me hit him. When you're in a relationship, hoes is everywhere. Yo, when you actually got a girl, hoes fucking pop up. I'm just about to tell people I got a girlfriend now. (laughs) Maybe they're joking. This nigga Jay about to to lie about his shit just so he could cheat on his fake girl. Um. No, nigga, you this what you do. You tell him you got a girl. Like start like posting like you for real got a girlfriend. Let him come at you. Then start posting like, damn man, man my shorty broke up. Like <laughs> we going through some shit. No, whoop, whoop, whoop. And now so, it's like the host's there in the damn position. So private, man. I don't never put that. T- I don't never put that shit out. Yo, you know it's weird. This is a weird era we live in. So I remember I posted uh, one of my ex girlfriends uh, last summer. Um, shout out to her, and I posted a picture of her on the gram. And women 
Like some of them was like former hoes who had been dropped and was wondering where the fuck that nigga Ant been because he been ignoring me. Oh, oh, okay, nigga. Oh, I no, see you. They huh? wasn't even. They started doing weird shit like DMing and coming and even shooting texts. Like congratulations. I don't don't congratulate people on having a fucking girlfriend. That shit is weird, dog. Congratulations, whether, you're not a serial killer. Yeah, like whether you're one of my yo, speaking of serial killer, all right, I'm about to go completely left. But I saw some shit in the seven eleven across the street that I gotta tell you. I meant to open the show with this shit. Hold up, dog. Nigga, I'm in the seven eleven trying to get a fucking tea. So my damn voice been going all week. And uh I'm standing in line. The nigga in front of me has been in line. It's a, it was a long lottery line. The lotto, the Mega Millions up to like... 858 million. No, shit's at 900 now. Mm. The Mega Millions at 900 million. The line was hella long. Niggas was buying lotto tickets. The guy in front of me has been there as long as... He, we walked in together. He's been in line this whole fucking time. This is a smooth eight minutes we've been in line. Fam, he gets to the counter. <laughs> One ticket, please. No, he ain't even get a lotto ticket. Let me tell you what this nigga did when he got to the counter. <laughs> <laughs> This nigga ordered a Slurpee. <laughs> yeah. Yo, fam. Like, fam, go, fam. go get that shit, man. Yo, the look on the face of the cashier was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my fucking life. Was bro. it the black guy that was over yeah, there? Yeah, dog. Yo, dog really got up there and was like, yeah, let me get a blue Slurpee mixed with a coat. And that nigga looked at him like... <laughs> That's not how this worked, nigga. Bro, dog, he literally was like, the machine over there. And dog was like... All right, cool. Let me get a blue Slurpee mixed with a cup. Like, nigga, I don't care what a machine. At. Dog, and I was standing there the whole time like, this nigga's hey, this a fucking serial killer, no, bro. This nigga is a fucking time traveler. He came from the past. He dog, don't understand. Dog. But then this would fuck me up. He was like our age. Like, nigga looked like 30-something young black dude. Fam, you don't know that they not making you the Slurpee, nigga? He must have been rich and fell off. Dog. I've never walked into a I've never in my life seen somebody <laughs> order a fucking Slurpee, bro. He's a certified serial killer, oh, nigga. Shit. And we got to live with that type shit in our neighborhood, That dog. nigga ain't been outside. Dog. Yo, <laughs> yo, that nigga been, yo, maybe he been locked. That nigga ain't been outside, That dog. nigga might have been locked for a while, bro. That nigga ordered a blue Slurpee with a Coke <laughs> mix. And did, look, did my man get it for him? No, he kept pointing like the Slurpee machines in the back. I got this long ass line. I can't just leave. Fan, dog, I, that was just funny. I laughed so fucking hard when I walked I, to the car, it's, bro. It's, it's two dollars, fam. Give me the two dollars, make it, and then go to fuck. Nah, home. yeah, real shit. I'd have probably shot that nigga. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, cause you a fucking serial killer. You order a goddamn Slurpee in my line. Anyway, back so listen, to serial killers. Back, uh, back to the show. Back to love is. All yeah. right, bet. Boom. The whole I love you shit. Mm-hmm. This shit was true, because Nori was in love. Yeah, she didn't she know was. that. Yet she couldn't tell 100%, yeah. but she was in love. But she, she did what you do when you're in love. She dropped all her hoes. And she damn near lost her job because she is trying Facts. to get to this fucking concert. concert. And she needed to be at a taping that yeah. night because they taped a show live and she writes on it. And yeah. your fucking writers need to be there, nigga. And she had some important. She helped write on that episode. Yeah, this was one of her episodes. Yeah. So, um, but meanwhile, on the flip side, Yasir. Where Nuri dropped all her holes and was fucking around at work, Yasir was fucking up the one constant he had, which was his ex-girlfriend, who he still lived with. They've already been off. She's been, like Jay said, berating him and kind of shitting on him and making him feel like a broke-ass nigga, which he was. Um, I'm still a person, But then he's still... Yeah, don't talk to me. I'm a human being. You know what was kind of wild? He did respect her or look at her differently than he did a lot of other women on the show. Because there were times where he would have gone into a Yasir type of speech about being a man and it was just more like 
Mm, I still got to sleep on the couch. So I'm going a, I'm to a tell you don't talk to me like that, but that I'm going to say it differently. And that relationship was different between him and her. Yeah. Because I think he felt responsible for her. Yeah. Because she, he got her to move he out He made her move out there, yeah. And now that things ain't running well for her, him or yeah. her, he feel responsible. He talking to her yeah. parents. Like, he feel like I made these promises yeah. as a man. To take and care I need of your daughter this, and, and I need girl. To, and I yeah. need to stand by these things. So his ex-girlfriend is a struggling yoga instructor. She's trying to get her own thing going. Um, but it's hard being a black yoga instructor during the 90s in L.A., which I'm pretty sure was like all white yeah. women. Um, so anyway. So I'm but, not making a, a lot of money yeah. there. I got to pay all the bills. Here. Yeah, I'm not making a lot of money. I got to pay all the bills and I'm taking care of my on again, off again ex-boyfriend who doesn't contribute much at all. Um, every now and again, he gets an unemployment check, but. You know, that's not covering much, but she had some fun because she wanted to open her own studio Mm -hmm. and she had an idea and it was going to secure like a space and some funding or some shit like that. And she asked Yasir to come to the dinner to meet with this, uh, this lady. And she was like, yo, the lady likes you. Like, I know that. So if you come with me, that'll help me secure what I'm trying to secure. And Yasir was like, cool, that'll work. Da-da-da. She was asking him about like what she should wear. He helped her try on the clothes. And then this is when you knew Yasir was in love too. Did he did they kind of break up before this? Yeah, they was already broken up. Okay. They was broken up, but he still lived there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so this was the first time in a long time she wasn't snapping on him and going crazy. She asked him for help, zipping up her dress. She was trying on clothes, getting his opinion. And then she took off the little dress she had tried on and tried to throw the pussy at him. Because they was having a moment. They hadn't had a moment in a while. They ain't been fucking. Because, like, when I don't care no more, yeah, I do this shit. Yep. Because I'm, I'm not angry at you no yeah, more. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not an anger no more. That because, anger doesn't exist. like, fuck you. I'm, I'm yeah. not doing this shit. It's yeah. not that I'm a, I'm a horrible boyfriend. Yeah. I don't like you right now. Yeah. So, we, yes, I'm not taking out the trash. Yep. So the reason that these things slip by, you think, oh, this nigga don't do this or that. He don't like you. Yeah. Forget yeah. love. Yes, I love you, but he don't like you. Yeah. That's, and why don't he like you? Liking and loving a motherfucker, boy. You could love a motherfucker to the death and not like the ass no more. And that is what we dealing with right now. He love her. He care about her. But he don't like her. So he ain't been the greatest fucking homie, lover, friend, roommate, none of that shit. But in this moment, they was finally having a good time for the first time that we see as an audience. And then she threw the pussy at him quick because she ain't, you know, they ain't been rocking. She probably been in there uh, playing a little, you know diddling her fiddle and shit and she threw some coochie at that nigga and Yasir was like fam I can't do that and it threw her off she was like whoa women hate rejection boy when they throw the pussy at you listen man oh my god so I've been in a I'm very, about to reject some pussy later I've been today. in a very similar situation okay where you I was dating a woman uh, we lived together Still together and we AKA I decided that we weren't gonna be together no more. Or we, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. mainly, I, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. you know how that mm-hmm. should go. And um, it's tough. Yeah, when you living with somebody, facts that you used to be with, but you no longer with, because sometimes there's some bleed over, right? Yeah. And then after that, like, well, you like not a, like a bad person. I don't like dislike you. So, am I not supposed to talk to you? Yeah. Like I'm not, like I'm not mad at you. Yeah. So, yes, I'm going to talk to you. Yes, I'm going to be nice and be cordial with you because, like, you ain't do nothing to me. I didn't do nothing to you. This just wasn't working out. Yeah. But it's then, it's like, well, if you're being nice to me, I know you must be physically attracted to yeah. me because we was together for this time. 
some like not now can it's I a get, problem. Can I can I get some buns? Nigga? And then make and then make and it's a, it's very hurtful for the person. Yeah, because uh, it's it's a rejection that never existed. Yeah, in the relationship they might reject you because y'all mad at each other, some shit like that. But then you probably get the pussy in the morning. But when y'all really broke up and that person's really done, because that was the thing too, where Yasir loved her but didn't like her no more. She loved the fuck out of Yasir and still liked him. She just knew he wasn't. She was trying to prove a point. And it's different when. You break up with me and you single. Yeah. And I don't think you as no one else. Yeah. But if we not together, you reject me and I think you like somebody yeah. else. Yep. Oh, that's when that hate comes. Yeah. Because uh, love is and hate is. Yo, love and hate day. are just varying degrees of the same emotion. Nigga, if we uh if we ever become screenwriters, I'm writing hate is and think that shit's gonna it. be about all my relationships, there, nigga. Everything is duality. Everything got a yin and yang. Facts. It's no, like hot and cold is the varying degrees of the exact same thing. Temperature. Hey. Love and hate, varying degrees of the same emotion. Hate is starring Ann Wood coming on <laughs> TBS 2019. Nigga. All right. Um, so, yeah. So then uh, this whole time, he still don't know for sure that Nuri's coming to the concert. And Nuri can't get in contact with him. Nuri can't reach him. So Nuri's like, what the fuck? I'm here. I'm paging this nigga. He ain't calling me back. He like, shit, I done called her job 50, 11 times and she ain't called me back. I gave her the fucking house number. The house number. And she ain't me back. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know what's going on. Yo, that's a not, wild move. And he started not to come. Yeah. He started not to go, right? He started not to go to the concert. And so did she. Yeah, but she. Oh, was, her girl told her that's a waste of fucking time. Because she, she told him that she told him she loved him, or whatever. Yeah. She's like, nigga, you are crazy. Like, are you out your fucking mind? And she want to know. Well, let's find out if it's real. Yeah. So, they uh, they both take a chance, and they both show up to the concert, unbeknownst to one another whether the other person is gonna be there. Yeah. And they Have see a, each other on the stairs. Finally. And that know. nigga got on a cream suit. He got one suit. And that nigga be wearing that motherfucker all day. And like true, y'all see a fact. And like, you thought I wasn't going to be here? Yeah. Oh, he hit it with that smooth shit when he walked up. Stefan Urkel. Like, yeah. In that white in suit. In the white nigga. suit, nigga. Yup, in my white suit. That nigga walked up with the smooth, like, what's up, Laura? Like, <laughs> with the fucking Urkel face, man. And uh, they start kissing on the steps again. Because what that moment did, it solidified what they had that night before. Yeah. Where or whenever that first night was. Now, um, granted, like that line they hit her with, yeah, is the reason that the end, the, the season finale ended yeah, yeah, the way it ended. Yeah, I throw that in there. You you thought I wasn't gonna be here, like you, nigga. No, I'm talking about the the love you line. Oh oh yeah yeah yeah. Well yeah yeah yeah. Cause mm, I forgot about that. You right you right you right. So episode goes in episode three is uh her questions. Um, and episode three is her questions because some questions. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she had some very uh, relevant so, questions. Um, episode three is her questions, and episode four is his his answers. answers. I didn't. Oh shit. Her questions was uh. So let's talk about that for a minute. So to this point, us as viewers and her as the woman in a relationship with this nigga, we don't really know a whole lot about this nigga, but. We at least as viewers know that there's a whole nother like thing in his life that he's hiding. Uh, she's not even privy to that just yet. So she um they went to the concert. Oh, they had this amazing night. They went back to her crib. Mm -hmm. Uh they rolled around on the floor, was finna do it, and then she stopped him. Disciplined ass, 
stout, devout Muslim and was like, wait, fam, I can't give you the pussy. It's Ramadan. Now, me personally, I'd have been like, the sun down, um, <laughs> and so is your draws. But uh, she stopped that nigga. She it's like, like fam. Add on every, I'm going to add on an extra two days. Yeah, no, I, you know, I'll pray about it for sure. You got to pray after the nuts sometimes. Time, side, side note, shout out to Ramadan because during Ramadan, the Tropical Smoothie Cafe in Dearborn stays open to 3 o'clock in the fucking morning. Shout out to Dearborn for having uh, all them wonderful Muslim three folks out there keeping them fed the during Ramadan and keeping them nourished. Man, that's dope. My ass was out there. Yeah. Some late night shit. Some late night shit at the. Now, I will definitely go in that bitch uh, at 2.45 and order me a smoothie, man. Shout out to that. Uh, But, yeah, Nuri stopped him. She like, yo, fam, we can't have sex right now because I'm trying to respect what you do. Um, But we could talk. And they had another one of them nights. They sat on the floor. They talked all night. They did their thing. Um, It was a good-ass time. And then... How we got here, though, is is where it's funny. So we weren't supposed to be here where they spent the night and was in the crib and making out and doing all this shit. He had went back to the crib with her after the concert. They talked for a little bit. Then it was time to go. Mm-hmm. And the nigga tried to dip. Problem in was. the weakest fucking car that I've ever seen. Yeah. So Nuri out here with the brand new Wrangler and shit. She popping. That nigga got Steve Urkel car. Yeah. That nigga's out here <laughs> in the fucking. Uh, that little time machine. With he the in the little Geo joint that opened from the windshield, nigga. And he out here bad, but it got him where he needed to go to this point. Facts. Unfortunately, when the nigga told Nuri I'm about to dip, he went out there, he got in the car, and he, he put, 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 it was hitting him with that. He smacked the goddamn steering wheel. You ever been so fucking mad you had nigga, to attack your steering wheel? Nigga, I smacked shit on my steering wheel, bro. Man. Um, he was turning the shit out the key, nigga, wrist popped. He was doing all that shit, and that car wasn't fucking budging, nigga. He couldn't go nowhere. So, like a... True depressed nigga. He got out the car and just smoked a cigarette. <laughs> like, fuck it. Um, and while he was smoking the square out in front of the crib, Nuri looked out the window, saw him still out there, thought mm-hmm. the nigga had left, because she didn't want him to go. She walked out there, and she was like, oh, <laughs> women do not be... <laughs> she was like, oh, you didn't want to leave either. <laughs> and that nigga just looked at her like, uh, yeah, sure, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I love you too. I ain't going nowhere. And she was like, well, put the cigarette out. Come on back in the crib, nigga. And so he did that, and he bought himself a night. Went in there, they made out. Good ass strong makeout session. Love that. You gotta respect that. And then the next morning it was time to dip. So of course this nigga car ain't finna magically just Thanks. wake up by morning. So she went to work and he went outside, got in the car, fronted like he was finna pull off. I'm looking for something in my drug my, yeah, my glove compartment. Oh yeah, man. It's mad uh insurance up here. And then when she pulled off, that nigga put the bitch in neutral, yeah. rolled it down the street a little bit, left it in front of one of her neighbors' house. Problem was he left it in front of the nosy neighbor's house. Nosy, yes. Nosy neighbor. as fuck. Um, nosy white nigga. Or a white lady, sorry. But uh, anyway, so then what was going on that she ended up... Was his page out again or some shit? Oh, so, weren't they supposed to meet up? Yeah, so what ends up happening is he does finally make it to the crib, right? Yeah. And yep. he, when he gets into the crib, he sees Ruby, which is his yeah, girlfriend's his name. Yep. She's in a lot of fucking pain because she just got ah. a fucking surgery. And they were supposed to meet at the diner that night. Yeah. Yeah, because they were celebrating. And he didn't go because she could not go to the bathroom. Yep. She couldn't walk. She couldn't do nothing. Ruby had, what did she have, like lipo? Lipo or, Yeah, so she had lipo done because she was like, these skinny white women are, I'm too curvy to be a yoga instructor in this 
era and in this place that we live in LA. So she had liposuction to make herself smaller and thinner and she didn't need it, but she's in a lot of pain, can't do anything for herself. And Yasir coming home, he sees that and he's like, I still love her. I still care about her. I hate seeing her in pain. And I kind of feel responsible for this shit. Because she's out here having issues with her own. She can't use the bathroom. Yeah. She's having issues with her image because I brought her here. Did he have to change her and shit? Yeah. He had to help her take a bath. All that shit. You know what I'm saying? So he could be. Because she was pissing through the tube, so, like, the catheter and shit. So, he had to empty the catheter out and do all that. Like, he being a a human being. Facts. To somebody I care and had a lot of feelings for. Yeah. And, I mean, I can't be mad at that, but it's at the expense of what he has with this this wonderful woman. And he don't got a cell phone. Yeah, to give her a call back. And, unfortunately. Or did he he get a call or page and ignore it? Or I I can't really remember. um, I don't remember what it was that they couldn't get in touch with one another, but that nigga disappeared. He didn't show up to the diner, and Nuri had no way of reaching him. Mm-hmm. I think the nigga Pager was still cut off. Um, so she got home, and her neighbor, the nosy white lady, was like, hey, fam, yo, nigga, that big tall nigga you was out here kissing and shit, he rolled his car down in front of my crib. Property value going down when he do shit like that. So she's like, huh? She what? was like, what? And she was like, Oh, you ain't talked to him? Let me tell you where he live at. Because I've been all through his car. I rolled that nigga window down, got his mail. He lives at this address. So she gave that and nigga. it looks like he been living out of his car. Yeah. Oh, because that nigga car was filthy. He was out here like a gypsy. And uh, the nosy he white lady. He was living in his car. Yeah. Because he got kicked out of Ruby Crib for yeah, a hot and second. slept in the uh, parking lot. Yeah. Bought a payphone and shit, trying to call Nuri back. Yeah. That was before the concert. Yeah. So, uh, that, my nigga Yasir was a bum. Like, let's keep it a hundo. Like, the way he was, he was a smooth, smart, well-read, intelligent-ass bum, bro. Like, I don't know. He reminded me of me. He can but, uh, <laughs> It reminds me that it can happen to anybody. It can absolutely happen to you. Because um, he's smart, educated, yeah. college educated. His issue and the reason he didn't have a job to this, he was stubborn. He wanted one thing. He wanted his directing and screenwriting career to pop off. And if it was not in that direction, at this point, he wasn't willing to take it. One of the many reasons that Nuri was such a gift to this man, because she taught him a lot of the patience that he needed mm-hmm. and sort of how to operate in the meantime, in between time, you can still focus on your goals. I'm going to help you focus on your goals. But, nigga, the way you work and as prideful as you are and as much of a man as you are, you're not going to be happy if you can't provide for yourself, let alone the woman that you say you with and you protecting and you taking care of. So, um, anyway, but at this point, he can't do shit but help Ruby. Yeah, and it and, just looks fucked up on his part. Yeah, because we had these plans to get dinner because – the whole dinner plans came from that morning. They were talking over breakfast. Sun's up. He can't eat. And she was like, well, how about we meet up later after the sun go down? We go to the diner or the coffee shop. We get dinner and we just chill. And then he never showed. So when Nuri got the mail with the address on there, she doesn't know that this is Ruby's address. Because it's still addressed to him. She mad as fuck. Like, where yeah. is that at? So I'm going here. She going there. And boy, when she knocked on that door, that nigga opened the door. And he's obviously shocked to see Nuri because he hasn't called her and said shit. So he's like, I'll explain to you later. And she's like, no, fam, who the fuck crib is this? Why didn't you show up to dinner? Who are you, nigga? Like, you living in, like, what's going on? She realized she didn't even know the nigga's last name on that episode. Like, I'm in love with you and I don't know 
your name? Like, God damn. So, and then I think, didn't, like, Ruby yell from the back, like, is everything okay? Something like that. Yeah. Like, Because Ruby said something while he was standing at the door talking. And that nigga was like, look, I'll explain later, not right now. I know what it looked like. I, I know what it looked like. I don't want to get into it now. Ladies, let the nigga have a chance to explain. Here's... Because I know I've been in a situation where shit looked fucked up. Oh, I done been in some situations that... I was in a situation the other day that looked fucked up. Nigga, somebody said some shit to me. This was literally the other night. Now, granted, I'm single, but, you know, it's still a couple women out there feel like they could check me mm-hmm. about some shit. Um, and you can't, by the way. I'm not scared of y'all. But... Somebody hit me about some shit they seen on the gram in the comments and said some shit. And it was completely the opposite of what they thought they saw. Because you're looking at something surface level and you think it's that. And boy, when you be Yasir in that situation and you know, like, no, in reality, if I tell you what this really is, you're not only going to feel me, you're going to feel stupid. And this is one of them situations. So I couldn't wait to say, like, hey, FYI, you stupid. But in general, this looked bad. So peep this, dog. What's good? This was the situation I was in. Oh, shit. And it looked like I was lying my ass off. I mean. So this was uh, the day Michael Jackson passed. Okay. Um. So this was what, 2000? Fucked up day. Rest in peace, my dog. Yeah. That was uh, 2010? Yeah. Yeah. I took a trip to Atlanta with my, my then girlfriend at the time. Okay. Now, the night before, I have two really good female friends. One of my best friends. Okay. Shout out to Ashley. Uh, she came over the night before. Respect. And it started raining and thunderstorm or whatever. So she stayed the night on the couch. Yeah. Literally. I slept in my room on the couch. Well, like, it's more not, than that. No. Nah, Ain't boom, nothing boom. more than that. Bad. So she texts me the next morning like, hey, thanks for letting me stay over last night. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Cool. One of my other good friends invites me to her son's like third grade or kindergarten it was a 2010 graduation yeah it's at oc it's like at oakland county community college okay okay i'm like all right i'm and i text shoot so the text message was like are you are you gonna be able to make it right i'm like yeah what's the room number Mm. i'm in it's in room no room 30 whatever yeah this happened the day before. So I go out of town with my girlfriend. We in Atlanta. Um, this was Palm Pilot Trio days, right? Yeah. We using the navigation on my phone to, to, to get around and shit like that, right? Yeah. She said, let me see your phone. I'm ironing clothes and shit. Ironing my clothes with that. I give her the phone. Yeah. Too much time goes by. I just look up and say, give me my phone. Yeah. So she goes through the phone and see a text message from a young lady. Of course. It said, thanks for letting me sleep over last night. Mm. And another one that says... What room, room number in? Mm. Are you gonna make it? What room you in? Yeah. I'm in one three. I'm like on my way up and shit yeah. like that. Like uh, it looks that looks fucked up. up. And I'm out of town. Yeah, in Atlanta where her where she got family, and she got the car keys because we got the rental and shit. Yeah. And she so she just get in the car and dip. Yeah. So when she come to me with this shit, I'm thinking like, it's funny to me. Yeah. And I laugh a lot. Yeah. To my own detriment. Facts. I couldn't like I I couldn't like care as much. She was she was really angry. Mad. Yeah. But I'm I like, fam. Imagine. I know I sound, and it was funny because like I know I sound like I'm lying, like I'm lying my ass. But off, I'm, really but I'm telling the yeah. goddamn truth. I couldn't you know what be I'm saying? telling more truth. So she dipped out. Luckily, I had one of my homies and and uh, who stayed in there, and I texted him. He came yeah. and got me, and we we hung out. You know what I'm saying? All day till she kind of cooled off. 
But I'm like say, how I was telling that? the truth. She ain't never believed that. I'm like, I'm like, listen, you either gonna believe me Fam. or you not. Like I can't, I can't, I can't like, make you believe the truth. If you know the truth what I'm saying? Like, like you know, like you know, like. Uh, so I and I, I say this a lot in general. Sometimes, especially in the lives we lead, like the world is random. Random shit happens. Crazy what? shit happens. Quote, Sometimes the truth sound like a fucking lie. To quote Joe Buttons, I stop lying to you when you start believing me. Mm, that's fucked up <laughs> But it's true um, No nah, so I had a uh, situation I was dating this young lady this, A few years ago um, And we laid on the couch We kicking it like it ain't a relationship or nothing But I dropped all my hoes And no hoes And we laying up on the couch And we looking at like fucking uh, family feud or some shit And she's like we're laid on the couch And she's like on top of me Like her back's on my stomach Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we laid like that my phone, because I don't have no hoes, so I'm not worried about my phone. My phone is sitting on her lap. I don't give a fuck. So my phone vibrate. And this was the old iPhone. And the shit said, when the text, you know, before they had the setting where you could change it and yeah, it just yeah, say yeah. message, this shit said image. And you had the image preview right on the lock screen. Titties all over the floor. Oh, it was so many titties. Uh, <laughs> God damn, she was she couldn't have been naked. Her. I was like, damn, oh, bitch, you ain't. Shit. I said, you ain't even had no clothes in the background of this motherfucker. <laughs> and I was saying, no clothes on your floor house clean as shit. Oh, this nigga shit. is butt ass. So she just, this is a girl who I used to date. And by used to, I mean 2011. This is like 2016. I don't kick it with her. And I still know her. Like, she'll hit a nigga. But a butt naked random picture on like a seven o'clock on a Tuesday evening. This is not. I didn't it's call family for feud time. By the way, it's family <laughs> fucking bro. I'm I'm not lying when I tell you this shit. So old girl sees the fucking image and the image preview. You like a you you like a you like a whore. My nigga, the minute she saw that, and I'm not gonna put I ain't putting no names out there, but it wasn't a girl's name either. It was a code name because I'm one of them niggas oh, that used to have. I used to do code names oh, and shit. shit. And if I met you in a certain era, this shit say Mike. <laughs> it it just didn't say motherfucking uh her goddamn name. Yeah. So anyway, I don't have a way to explain the situation at all. Um, all I could say was she doesn't. Yeah, you got a hobby name. I tried to come up with a random ass name, and I came up with a name of a nigga that you actually know. Oh, that, oh <laughs> shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, if my shit say Mike and it's a butt nigga woman nigga, we got an issue. Um, cuz that nigga got a girl too. So I'm gonna get him in trouble if I get me out of it. Uh, I, I didn't mean that, Mike. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, Mike, you good. Mike, you safe. Uh your girl safe. Everybody safe. But no, I um I tried to tell her to try. I literally said, I have not You can look at the previous text. I have not talked to this girl in months. She like, "Oh, you probably be deleting your text." And I'm like, "Fam, I don't have a reason to delete text. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going that far. I'm gonna tell you what it is, yeah. and you're gonna believe me, or you're not gonna believe hey, me. Hey, I told her three things. I said I haven't talked to this girl in months. She doesn't live here. She don't live in Michigan, and we not fucking around. Like, I dropped all my hoes, and she was like, "Well, your hoe right here," and she made me get out because we was at her crib and shit. And she got mad, told me to get out. So Damn. I left. I left. Love um, is. It's cool because I'm not y'all serious. I'm not a homeless nigga. Love is yeah petty. <laughs> I hey love is petty in the motherfucker. She ain't want to talk. She kicked me out and like we we continue kicking and ain't end off that. But she would always mention the code now, name. Now she granted, would be like, if you chilling right yeah, and your girl that you want you drop your hoes for yeah, facts come up and a nigga sent her a dick pic. 
Oh and no! She talk about everybody in that bitch getting shot. Hey, she talking about I don't got no hoes. No, nah, no. Nah. Like, bitch, get off See, my couch. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Me and Steve about to leave your ass. And that's why me and this nigga Jay are here. We're here to tell you that we understand contradictions and hypocrisies exist. And yeah, if I'm chilling with you and if, a dick pic come through your phone. Or if I if somehow I, I didn't pick your phone up and I see what room number you in, I'm yeah, on such such coming yeah, up. Oh. Yeah. Call Verizon. Yeah, something's uh, going down. Call Verizon. Somebody finna explain this text. We just heard some uh <laughs> in the studio in the wild <laughs> noises next door and shit. Hold on, hold shout on. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to them. But uh, yeah, man. So yeah, we just heard some shit. Pardon that, uh, pardon that little break we took. But no, in general, man. So uh, Nuri came over to the crib. Yasir is there. He's with a woman. To this point, she does not know who this woman is. Why he lives there? She just learned his last name. None of this shit looks explainable. But he's telling her, fam, if you just not tonight. Tonight's a bad night. Now here's here's. Because I, I respect him saying, yo, we're not about to discuss this right now. Because yeah. there's this ain't the time or the place. Mm-hmm. I'm respecting her house. And also the fact she's in there dying and I'm trying to take care of her. But I also want to respect you and sit down and thoroughly explain this to you. Yeah. I don't want to rush because I need to get back to attending to her. Where I felt he could have been a little smoother in his approach. Because it's still going to look like bullshit. But he could have said something to the tune of, I want to explain to you a little bit more about what's going on. But right now, I'm taking care of a very sick friend. Like, and that's, I need to get back to her. That's her that you just, something. Like, he left Nuri with too many questions. Facts. Like, I felt like there was enough for him to say to at least, like, give her, like, the well, maybe he's not. But to what we alluded to earlier, yeah. he don't got no fear of women. He don't. And I don't feel that you, don't question me. I told you the truth. Yeah. Yeah, and that's he's literally that black and white. Like, fam, I told you the truth. I don't know what else you want me to tell you. I'm not here to coddle you or make you feel better. I told you the truth. So he didn't lie. He just didn't really tell her shit. Yeah. So now she has questions. An episode. Yeah. So yeah. that next episode, she gets some answers. Yeah. Basically, everything we just talked yeah. about, she finds out. Hey, she finds out. But not only that he lives with his ex-girlfriend, but that he also has a son. And he's divorced. And his son lives back in Oakland uh, with his mama. And he pay for piano lessons and do all this shit and he try to do what he can but he ain't just out in LA trying to make it for him he got a fucking seed that he trying to raise from four four and a half hours away um so Nuri leaves this situation after finding all this information she also meanwhile um nigga from work the corny nerdy weak ass successful nigga at work that yeah. likes her who she ain't getting no pussy to yet um invites invite her, her to a, ski, a trip. ski trip yeah and Oh, um, but not he and she says yes or maybe or whatever the fuck she said. No, you know what? Invites her on a ski trip. She don't really get an answer initially, right? Yeah, yeah. And her and Yasir is kind of beefed out. Yeah. Um, old boy shows up, brings her. He brought her fucking North Face and shit. Yeah, like, bring, yo, he bought go, her all this. He shit. go your bubble coat and all that. Chick bought me a bubble coat. I'm probably going where she want me to go. Yeah. It's cold out there. All this shit, and then. Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson. Uh, man, this episode is really like three oh, over three hours, so we wasn't about to drop a three-hour episode. So this is part one. We're gonna be dropping part two in like two days, so you get the ending of our breakdown of Love Is. So we highlight y'all in about forty-eight hours. Peace.
We the mother niggas.